This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right that's right imagine what she look like naturally oh thank you (laughs) and pretty smile and everything so how you doing today i'm doing well how are you i've been mostly just like cleaning up around the house and stuff today was just a chore day <laughs> yeah me i was off of my nine to five even though i had mm-hmm. to go and do my normal covid test shit i work mm-hmm. in and um just uh off day to day except for podcasting with you and one mm-hmm. person later on today and um yeah and i'm sorry about the other day what happened because it was like you know what? i got to put it on my calendar <laughs> Mhm. Shit happens. It's okay. <laughs> I'd lose I'm my like, own head if it wasn't glued on. <laughs> I'd be feeling. I'd be feeling bad as shit. I'd be feeling like maybe I'm getting old or something. You know, Aww. like how the hell I'd be forgetting to put it on my calendar. Cause when you hit me, you was like, "We still good." I said, "Damn it." <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it, like it just happens because you're probably. Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming, but you're just like in the role of scheduling your week out, and then you just yeah. But, you know, this stuff happens. Thank you for hitting me up again, though. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And it's a pleasure for you to even, you know what I'm saying, for you to even um, be hitting me up. So, speaking about that, enough about my week. How's your week going <laughs> and everything been going for you, Miss Lady? So, it's been okay, but I did just recover from my very first bout of COVID. I made it 2.7 years into the pandemic, but finally got hit with it. Um, uh, last week, or no, I'm sorry, a few weeks ago, I was out camping with a bunch of friends and we were passing around some creamsicle moonshine that my friend made. So, yep, just creamsicle moonshine. She just blame it on alcohol. Oh, totally. But it, it was just, we were just, you know, just like, oh, I made this. It's so good sitting around the campfire and stuff, chilling. And then we all got it, too. We don't know who was patient zero, but we all fucking got it. So. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, you did good to make it two, you know, two and a half years. I made it. I Yeah, I, I got lucky. I, you know, tried to do what I could. I wasn't, I wasn't ever, like, super standoffish or super crazy about it. But, you know, once you get a streak going, you kind of. It's kind of fun. I see you be putting in work, Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. I, I, see, I see your hit list is very extensive with some very major names, I must say. I'm getting there, um, which is funny because I feel like I'm still more of like 
an underground model still because um i'm just now really trying to hit my stride with uh like i'm still more of an indie producer like i'm not in a lot of mainstream productions but i'm just finally hitting my stride with uh like boy girl content and making my own videos and stuff like that because before that i was mostly a cam girl i was a cam model so that's where I've I spent most of my time in the industry and it's just been in the last year or so that I like I've been doing boy girl for a while but mostly like at the request of fans so like if someone asked for a custom or something then then I would uh hit up some of the like local talent I know because I'm based in Vegas and there's a ton of like local talent here yeah spot yeah yes I can I can pretty much just like throw a rock and hit a, hit an available male talent if I'm like I I need someone this week, but uh, plus, so it's only lately I've been trying think, to do this stuff. I don't think you get for the picture that I didn't see. I don't think you get a lot of nose because um, your body, your look. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I I won't lie. I am I am pretty particular. Uh, not like in any weird specific way but like i got into bg specifically because i had this fan who was like really cool because you know how like some fans can be weird but no super cool and he's just like look i would be really interested in helping you do a bg custom um i know a few male talent that i think would be okay i can like talk to them and then i'll pay you eight hundred dollars and then uh, in Bitcoin, <laughs> and then um, he would give me some to hire the male talent and stuff like that. And he said I could resell it and everything. And um, I lost touch with that fan. God, that was years ago now. But through him, I did my second BG video, which was with Sean, Sean Dam. And that was that was my start, fucking Shandy. <laughs> Now I work with so, him constantly. I love him. Sean's crazy. Nah, because, well, so you said like you ended what have you, but you're shooting with established guys. It's it's not like you shooting with you feel what I'm saying? Like Sean um sure. uh, a and, and that's what I mean. That's where I got picky. It's like I'm not crazy, like I'm not crazy picky. I'm just really shy. And because I wasn't mainstream to start with, I didn't know like you know, it's weird. It's not like super bad, but it's just like I'm a cam model. So most of my work was with like fake dildos and, and a little webcam and stuff. So it was a big jump to go to meeting established talent and getting a camera guy and fucking someone the first time you meet them, you know, and just kind of like getting used to that. And it took a little bit. It took um like I, I had been doing it for a while and totally willingly, but like I have like I'm shy, so I have kind of like social anxiety. I know that sounds weird, and I'm over it a lot more now. But that's Surprise where I got picky. Yeah. Stars have social anxiety, babe. You're not the only one. You're like, mm-hmm. you, we, it's like damn near seventy five percent of the motherfuckers in this bitch. Right. But like, and so you, so you get there, and you got to go from like civilian. Uh, that's why I always think that's funny that like sex workers and porn stars and stuff use like civvies, like we're like we're not civilians, but. But like when I was coming from the civvy mindset to getting to Houston, understanding that like, you know, just like, yeah, for sure, this is, everyone's here to work, but that still feels weird because I was only used to having sex, <laughs> like with someone I wanted to. So I'm like, okay, 
this this penis is hard for you and and they think you're hot but it's also a job so like the the etiquette right is like it's not different it's just it's you're figuring out you're like okay what's what's flirting in a professional manner to make sure like there's chemistry and then what is like someone being real weird what is that like and I've had really good luck with the people I've worked with because I'm so hard to work with and I'm not hard to work with in the I think I'm better than people but if you don't have like I prefer to meet people in person and I've really only made my like stride in boy girl like lately like this year I've shot so many scenes uh but typically I would only shoot BG scenes like through two to three times a year before where it was like a real special thing so uh the pandemic really kind of screwed me because being in <laughs> Vegas I could meet all these people so I didn't have to do the weird back and forth on on a on a phone or on on social media I, I would be able to scope out people in person so that was how I met Sean and uh, Will, Will Tile, who I work with a lot. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like, I got to meet those people in person. So like they were super cool. And then after that, I had to meet everybody over Twitter, which is like the worst, right? Like you can't get a feel for like how people work together and stuff. Yeah. We forgot. Hold on. Let me do this real quick. Okay. 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 Six minutes in, I ain't introduced nothing or did my stuff away. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get a profile today. I'm your host, Kevin Arvis, Southern Champ, aka the Point Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook and LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine on the web today, eroticism magazine.com. And last but not least, for you content creators, 90% profit, they offer healthcare, no hashtag problems. For you consumers, a new place for you to consume you, the hottest triple S content in the business. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. Also, check also part of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Plus, why you at shop GW District dot com listening to my podcast you can also get some shopping shopping done from over 500 black owned retailers and shops also you can check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the bgplc app and just signed fresh of today this is beautiful yo Fully full swap radio.com. You can check them out over there on their radio station. So we're getting out there, people. We're getting out there big time. So with that being said, I'm gonna shut up and let this thick, gorgeous mm-hmm. goddess, because God, I, I just enjoy looking at her pictures. Introduce herself. Go ahead, babe. Hello, everyone. Uh my name is Tegan Trex. I have been a cam model for like God, since 2014, and an indie producer of my own content for probably the last two or three years. Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Tegan.trex. 
or you can check out my OnlyFans, which is where I'm on. This is the only place I'm really releasing my stuff right now, which is OnlyFans.com slash Keegan Trek. Um, so yeah, so I haven't been like, like most of my, my, I like have met most of these people in person. So like a lot of the big names I've worked with, um, a, a big one is Cody Vore. I've worked with Cody Vore quite a bit uh, because she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got her into the industry. Um, so like I I, I would I want to say like I've been really lucky in who I've worked with, but it's mostly honestly been through local connections. Like being I in mean, Vegas, like I was yeah. Well, honey, one you in Vegas, everybody come to Vegas. Mm-hmm, exactly. Then, yeah. You catch your teeth with top stars. You feel mm-hmm. where they're coming from? Period. Now, which yeah. is interesting because you came from the webcamming background. Yeah, streaming. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much it can help, though. Like, okay, so this is what I am known for besides my amazing bottom (laughs) Um, is my dialogue. And, um, like, creating characters and and role play and stuff. And you learn that uh, really well as a cam girl. Because I've been, I was doing a lot of like one-on-one solo streams with fans who had very specific fantasies, um, and most often they wouldn't necessarily be like a specific fetish fantasy or anything. Though I got plenty of those. They were just like, I had the crush on this girl, and she is my girlfriend's best friend, and I want to pretend I'm having sex with that person so I'll ask a little bit and be like okay what does she like or anything and then we'll just role play that so I just learned to talk and talk and talk and there was a the second secret I learned from being a cam girl was the more you talk and the better you are at dialogue the less hard you gotta work (laughs) so if I'm really good at if I'm really good at dirty talk, I don't have to sit there and destroy my thighs and reverse cowgirl for like 10 minutes. <laughs> See, here's the crazy I talk to a lady that specializes mm-hmm. in the phone sex, and all she does is audio. Like, the only yeah. thing you see is advertising. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Bring she's, she's probably on Night Flirt. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, even with webcamming, I say this all the time, the girls that do webcamming, they turn out to end up being better porn stars because they had to develop a pers a persona, a personality. Mm-hmm. Because it's live and direct. It ain't that I'm seeing. Right. A, yeah, you know, like these people I, can talk to you. They can make yeah, fun of you to your face. Yeah, so you've got to, yeah. uh, we're really good at customer service. Like that's really what cam model, like our our job and our specialist, there's two things, is, is interfacing with customers, which like a lot of like regular like, porn stars don't have to do right like they should it's good for their money in their bag but they don't have to there's well, always no, a filter there yeah do because part of you being this business is to expand your repertoire in the business you feel no, like right, that, you know yeah, no but, that makes sense but what i mean is is that for like a cam girl our job is commission does that make sense yeah. like no, we're sales people first and foremost yeah i know about the fact that uh, compare the percentages. I know that it mm-hmm. favors the cam site. Um, mm-hmm. I I know about camming. Oh, trust me. Is oh, I just I just mean that like it's it's different. Right. It's just it's different than being able to show up on set and get a guaranteed check. 
is what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. um, so I know a lot of girls who like are fabulous, like they're great at the sex athlete part of the job, but they hate, <laughs> but they hate like meeting new people and all that stuff there. Cause they always feel awkward. They don't know what to say or, or they don't know how to present themselves and like talk to people and, and not in a, I hate the fans way, but you know, in that social awkward, I'm not used to that kind of stuff way, and, and, but cam girls have to do that to get our money. Yeah, and see, too, also, it helps yeah. because, for example, part of these business, you have to eventually go to the conventions mm-hmm. or go to parties or stuff like that in order to meet your fans, to because they're going to want to meet you at some point, yeah. you know? Yeah. Whether and, and also, like, networking and stuff, is cons are really great for that. Yeah, so, so you kind of got to get out of that anyway, you mm-hmm. know? Because even with me, like, before I did porn, I did music. So, and I always had social anxiety. So imagine that I'm sitting Mm -hmm. there around 10,000 people having to do a song. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Like fucking sound checks and shit. And like, and you're like on stage because you, your, your name is the, the, the porno rap star, right? So you're like on, on stage with people looking at you. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was freaky. I I haven't been on stage, (laughs) but I just remember the days of me being on stage, you know, that's why like the transition. That's why I say it's mm-hmm. funny in the male times used to be rappers and end up becoming porn stars. Because it's kind of mm-hmm. the same premise because you got to be able to block out certain things in order to get the job done. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Time, no period. Oh, yeah. Male, oof. So I've been doing mostly lately, um, I work a lot with um, Blush Erotica. Uh, him in the city. <laughs> love, love, love Charles. Love, love Blush Erotica. And um, they've been getting into VR, mm. uh, so which I'm accidentally good at because VR is one of those um, genres you have to be good at talking because it's about immersion, right? Like you got to pull the viewer in. Um, but we're all kind of learning it together because this is the first time Charles has really done VR. Or, I'm sorry, Blush Erotica has really done VR too. And mm-hmm. the stuff that male talent has to go through for VR is ridiculous. It's so hard for them. Yeah, they can't move. Fulfillment. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can't move. They can't touch. They cannot touch the girl most of the time. Like it's very scene specific if they're even allowed to like touch yeah, the but, girl. Because yeah. even with, like for example, even when you think of VR, because I the mm-hmm. prerequisite for that were what we, I, we used to call fan interaction videos. Mm-hmm. Where, okay. Um. The girl talks to the camera. Mm-hmm. We don't say nothing. Like the most, yeah. my head, yeah, what have you. And she gives us head, what have you. Now, of course, I got to put my dick in the pussy. So, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. But, you know, this it's still, it's still hard, though, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. You're like, so, yeah. Yeah, so, it's kind of like I can imagine because even with that, you're still doing action. But with that, it's kind of like still shots so they can move it mm-hmm. so you can see. Yeah. I, and and the thing is, is in this one, though, because of the way the VR cameras are, the VR cameras, they're not too big. They're like, you know, maybe the size of an iPhone. And, and they always put them like chest center. But the male talent cannot touch the camera or it fucks up the whole set. You have to like, if you want to move the camera, you have to cut it. And uh, same with the lady talent. But they want to get the, the, the camera like right up in there. So it's really hard. So then you get the guy who's like leaning all the way back like this, you know, like way, way back. And he's got to stick his dick out super hard and he can't talk to you. He can't respond to you. And like, 
this is <laughs> this has got to be hard especially for someone who's like a good dirty talker because I'm like I'm just gonna milk your cock you know I <laughs> just go into town okay. with like dirty talk and dirty talk and they can't touch and react yeah, at all I girl do that during yeah the I love what a girl do the dirty talk during the scene I'm sorry that, yeah. that's um but like I <laughs> so what on one of my shoots um I, I I made the guy pop early and I had no idea because it's VR and they can't talk. Like they can't talk and I can't see anything. So I am leading the pacing of the scene, right? Yeah. And I have no idea. And this this poor guy, and I'm not I'm not gonna name the guy because that would be, you know, not nice. But like this poor guy, I'm sitting there in the middle of this thing, just going to town on his dick. I have no idea he's already finished inside me because I can't finish and it, it, the creep pie was totally fine. <laughs> so I'm just like for like five minutes you just see the director behind the camera just go no stop but he's like not trying to be mean or anything and the male talent's just like looking like he's dying and I eventually realize I'm like I'm sucking the life out of this man and he's already <laughs> so so we we stopped and then we we gave him some time to warm up again and chill out and I, I guess he was just really excited to work with me I, I kind of took it as a compliment I know that sounds silly yeah Mouth is so good, it, it kind of mm-hmm. breaks down because, like, you have some dudes that sit there and say they can't come off a head, but then mm-hmm. as soon as you suck them off, they coming off a head within five minutes. Oh, trust me, it didn't happen to me before. <laughs> well, see, that was the thing was, is he didn't come from head, he came from me having, uh, fucking him. I was doing, I was trans- transitioning from a reverse darky. It had to happen too, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, well, that's why I don't do, I try not to do doggy first. I try not mm-hmm. to do <laughs> doggy first because it's kind of like like to me for a dude the first thing should be the ride you should do the ride mm-hmm. because one okay, what's, what's your formula yeah what, what is your video formula is I do eat the pussy first okay she gives head mm-hmm. she rides um, uh-huh. then we might go to doggy style then I might move to missionary okay then, then, like, depending upon how much time I want to spend or how many positions I want to hit, right? Or me and her is feeling, we run back through it again, or you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. a cowgirl, she come back and she do the ride again, reverse cowgirl, you know. Period. Mm-hmm. It depends on you know the action, me and her, how many right, seasons. and how things are feeling. But you're usually aiming for like a certain amount of time, so you kind of like have your shoot flow to get your to your your normal like whatever you want, right? Yeah. Um, so my shoot flow. So. Yeah, can't. my shoot flow is usually something like I I do a lot of like uh storyline build up. I really like storylines. I do. That it gives too. me something to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it'll be like five minutes of whatever the the setup is. Um, just kind of like building the scene or whatever. Even if it's just GFE girlfriend experience or whatever, I'll spend like two or three minutes talking to the camera and interacting with the male talent and flirting with them a little bit. Then my shoot flow is I try to do like three to five minutes of generic tease foreplay. Mm-hmm. So like whatever the whatever the scene calls for, um, and then I'll move into like five minutes of blowjob just to warm up mm-hmm. and then and I don't care how this order happens once the sex happens but um I want to hit doggy for about three to five I want to hit um 
girl on top, cowgirl for like three to five. Missionary is okay. It can be hard depending on um, like if it's POV camera versus the camera guy and, and what set we have. But uh, Mish is actually my one of my favorite ways to actually have sex. And then um, high up bed, especially doing POV, so that yeah. stand off the side and pull her to the side of the bed. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice for that. And then um, from there, uh, my favorite way to end a scene is a cream pie. That's sometimes risky. Um, I haven't had any like big accidents, but like I have had so many people finish inside me and then my pussy just gobbles it up because you know you want to see it come out for the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, it doesn't come out for the shot because my pussy's like, I gobbled it, it's gone. <laughs> so there's been like there's been moments that like at the end they're just they're like okay we're set up for the 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 cream pie fill out shoot and they're like push it out and I'm just sitting there like an idiot with my legs open trying to push it squeeze it out and I'm like it's gone we ate it it's gone <laughs> so um if I can't do that I do like a a facial or a you know titty finish one of those. <laughs> yeah, because like it with me, like let's like, say me and you was working together, but we were shooting. Mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. I don't want a facial in all the scenes. It might be one, might be a facial one with the yeah. Teeth, and one so, like something on the ass, something you know, because like, yeah. then if you're uh, good at it later, you can do a compilation of all that shit too. Yes, yes. I like to squeeze out my content, <laughs> get as much from it as I can. So, um, with you, because I was looking at your Twitter feed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what I like about you, and I had this conversation with with this lady, Robbie Lynn. You pattern your Twitter feed the way you promote yourself as a pinup. Mm-hmm. Um, from the pics that you take, even like even if you show tits, what have you, it's it's pinupish. Yeah, me? most of my OnlyFans content is actually that, um, mm-hmm. and they're all self shot. Well, a great deal of them are self-shot. Damn. Um, you... My best friend is just a little uh, uh, selfie tripod setup. Like, here's the thing is if you have a newer iPhone, even with it, or a newer cell phone, like even in the last three to four years of upgrades and you've got good lighting, your camera is just as good as other people's cameras. And... I I like I I like dressing up and taking pictures. Like I would do that for fun on my own. So like having it as a side hustle has been really nice. Yeah, um, because I think one of the things that's been lost in this age is <clears throat> the pinup picture taking. Yeah, like the tees um, and Yeah, because it's kinda it's one, I think it separates you from just a typical content creator or even the right. typical camera what have you and i tell people it makes people look at you in a different light mm-hmm. a professional light a more star light porn star you know, you know what, what i really like about it is too is because i'm self-shot i get to choose mm-hmm. like the feeling of that because i really i love old style like not just like the 50s pinups where you had the pictures where the girls are like this and everything and stuff like that. But I also like sometimes being like super slutty. (laughs) Just the most, like I want to look like I came just like right from EDC, like raver, 
uh, clothes. So I'm able to like choose a mood um, when I'm doing my own shoot and sometimes be like, yeah, this is really classy. This is an expensive lingerie set that I really love. And here's like high heels and pearls and all that stuff. And then the next day we'll just be like, yeah, so I'm wearing fishnet and I've got a collar that says slut on it. And I have like 15 micro bikinis. <laughs> and I love all of this stuff. Like I love dressing up in all the different ways. And too, I love the fact that you wear thigh stockings. That I see, I see that's when that, that's your mm-hmm. back right there, you know. Love the love, love the stockings. I really do. It, Here's the secret though. This is the best part about thigh high stockings. I don't have to worry if my legs are freshly shaven if I've got a good <laughs> <laughs> you know something when I think about it, yeah actually yeah especially if you wear like the, like the, the socks suits. yeah yeah like sock. I'm really into like thigh high socks like I like that it's both pin but also kind of casual mm-hmm. um but like if you get real good thigh high socks like I can I also like to do most of my scenes in there it's like padding for my knees if I'm clumsy sometimes and I'm always hitting my legs on stuff, so I gotta be careful about bruises sometimes. But if you got a pair of socks on, you're good. You can't see shit. And it makes my butt look awesome. <laughs> I mean, your butt is is amazing. I'm not even gonna front. It was like, um, because even when I found your your um Twitter. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I Twitter my- is the social media most active on. Oh yes, yes. And it's a terrible I, place, but I'm, you know, because <laughs> I don't see too much of you like with your previews for your porn scenes. But no. see seeing you with the, you know, what I'm saying, damn, you got some beautiful tits. I'm sorry. Oh, you thank you. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, all of that stuff is, is, is I'm excited to share my pinup stuff. Like I've got to be careful about not like putting everything out, like, like from one set. Cause I want, I just, I like doing it, and I want people to see it and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> now, actually, that's why I do it. Do you think that helps you with your sales? Because yes. you have something you know, to put everything out there, versus like with you or Ruby Lynn, you know. Period. She even went as far as ask guys, mm-hmm. do not post our sex video <laughs> or this teals. You can post a picture of me and you, right? But, you know, so you know, there's. There's different models for each way. And I think what it really matters is honestly the kind of um, clientele you're cultivating. Mm -hmm. So um, as a cam girl, I've noticed, and this isn't necessarily specific, but you kind of see like these smaller subgenres. You have the hangout model who's best friends with everyone and is always showing everything all the time. And because she's approachable and like she's got like a Walmart style of selling like don't take that as necessarily like it's low quality what I mean is it's massively accessible anyone can get her stuff because she's not pricing it at 50 bucks a video which I've seen models do mm-hmm. which, <laughs> which their model is exclusivity they only want like their stuff is like diamonds it's hard to get and those work different ways they're different like workflows but what I've noticed is that um, when I post, like, I have different subsets of fans, which is interesting because my only fans right now, um, I have two. I have one that's like, I call it Teague TV, but that's just, that's where I put all my uploads that are um, like no pay-per-views or just all on the timeline. And that's like 15 bucks a month. You get one new video a week. I don't necessarily promote this like crazy. I'm just like, here it is. This is never going on sale. 
I don't really do sales. Um, not for any reason. It's just most people I know who do sales. Most people I know who, yeah, most people I know who do sales do the math where like, you know, the fucking secret where they're like, they bump up their price and then they put their sales price at what they would have charged anyway. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't have enough like mental Let's space see, I, I, to like, keep track of that shit. I think what I think happened is it's mm -hmm. one thing to do like a discount at a certain time of the year. It's another thing where you, you basically discounted the whole site forever. Right. Well, and you make people think it's on discount all the time. And it is from like, say, I know somebody who's, who's constantly charging, they charge upsell their shit like 30%. And then they discount it 30%. So it always says 30% off, but they're making what they were aiming for. And yeah. it works. It's just a psychological trick. Yeah. But uh, most of most of what I noticed from my fans is that I have fans that like my pinup, like my 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 pinup photo sets and stuff like that, which I'm super into. And then I have people who like my BG videos, mm -hmm. and they cross over, but not as much as you think. <laughs> like mm -hmm. people are screaming at me to do more mainstream stuff, which I'll get there. I'm working on it. I'm trying to decide still, even now. If I okay. want an agent or it's not. It's the question that I ask mm -hmm. me. All right. You mean mainstream when 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 fans say mainstream, because here's my mm -hmm. thing when I hear that. Yeah, term. right. I'm seeing you with Sean Don, mm -hmm. Till. You done shot with blush, technically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You shooting mainstream porn. Because you work, I'm shooting with mainstream guys, but I'm not shooting for mainstream brands. Does yeah. that make sense? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I get that. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. But it's funny that the terminology and the thought process right? is yeah. old school because mm -hmm. even to the point now, it's kind of like, okay, if I want to get mainstream traffic, you mm -hmm. you're gonna get mainstream traffic because you're shooting with the guys that they booking. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I hear people say, Well, you know, I want to see you do more mainstream shit. You technically is doing more mainstream shit. You just ain't done a paid gig on a mainstream with mainstream. What they what they usually want when they when fans are asking for more mainstream stuff is they just want higher production value, is usually what I find they mean. And then when I mean mainstream, I mean like getting booked for things I'm not in control of. Yeah. Because even though you would say, and I agree with you that I'm shooting mainstream quality stuff, definitely with mainstream people and mainstream guys, I'm in control of it though. Still, mm -hmm. like a lot of a lot of the stuff I've done with Will, a lot of the stuff I've done with Sean, and the stuff I've done with Blush, I had as much say in how I was represented, the clothes I was wearing, the actual like scenario. About fifty percent of that time, each time was me, and I was able to choose like things I'm into. <laughs> which we can get into a second because I'm sure that's much more interesting than business stuff but like <laughs> <laughs> but as somebody who has grown up as a pervert <laughs> and then got to be a pervert for her job mm -hmm. I get to make my own porn for what I want by not doing a mainstream whereas I'd get a script with a call sheet with like this is specifically <laughs> what you wear and all that stuff yeah so anyone that talks about that is you shooting with a mainstream company even needed in this day and age? Oh, it's good. It is good for traffic. Mm -hmm. um, because they're what most models don't have that mainstream, like big names, we'll say big name companies. That's a better thing, I think. Uh, have is advertising budgets yeah. that are just through the roof, right? 
So, so we'll take uh, my friend Cody Bork. Huge, huge star, completely self-booking. Um, she got her start doing porn, uh, Pornhub stuff because she was bored. Like she was a cam girl like I was. And she's just like, you know what? I'm really, really bored. And all of these damn fans keep asking me if I'm ever gonna fuck a fan. So I'm gonna make a video of me fucking a fan, but it's a fan, like a, like an oscillating, standing, I'm hot, turn on the fan, fan. <laughs> Wait. And she trolled, yes, a fan. Trolled everyone on Pornhub by making a joke porn video, and like people are gonna watch because like she's stacked and she's beautiful and she's smart and sexy, but she's having sex with a fucking fake fan, and like she started putting out stuff like that. Like some of the content she's made for herself is wild, and then she got she uh, got booked with Wood Rocket uh, for one of their porn parody scenes, which I think it was Jurassic Park. Oh. Which I had a, a small scene in. Yeah, they did a parody of Jurassic Park and she played a blue raptor. <laughs> um, and that that video got uh, an award nom. Mm. And after that, she's... And, and she doesn't work like crazy. She's not like getting bookings through and through and through. She doesn't need them. But what she does is she, she works because she likes the... Um, she likes making movies. Mm. And that traffic alone like she's not what, what i mean she's not working like i don't know like a, a, a another mainstream model might get like three scenes a week or or however many scenes they're that they're they're doing when they're at their height i don't know she's she doesn't need to do that she'll do like whatever scene she needs to do or whatever you know brazzers calls her up for and she does that as like additional advertising because that's what she's taking advantage of is their reach and then and, she has her own stuff. I mean, but even with yeah, I mean, don't get twisted. Mainstream mm-hmm. companies like Brazzers, uh, Not America, um, I can go down the list. Right, it's, it's going to introduce you to a broader base. Granted, mm-hmm. you know, period, and it is mainstream. So, I, yeah, it's it used to be a time where that what girls depended on. Versus right, yeah, movies. that's what they needed to do to get to earn. That's yeah, that's what they, was out there. That was what was available. Right, funny, it's funny. you didn't have all of the um, online shit now. Yeah, because to be honest with you, I mean, because you should with brass, the only thing a dude gonna do is just go Google you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because the fuck is. <laughs> Let me see what her site is at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I tell anybody, it like put it this way, but the difference is because you're shooting with the talent that they're booking is putting mm-hmm. their spotlight. It is. And it's also putting me at um, their same level. Yeah. Um, I get so many fans from working with Will or Sean. Like I will get like, I saw you working with Will in this video. And like, he's constantly getting comments and stuff on, on his, his side to bring me back. He was a fucking legend. Um, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's Will's crazy. I love him. Yeah. It's- <laughs> You know, because like I said before, it's like um, the key to business is basically just training your fan base. And Mm -hmm. you kind of have mastered that. Do you think a lot of that is because of what you had learned from the webcam? Because in many ways, it it does. You you, you have to train Mm -hmm. your base. 
quick. Well, it's not even just training your base fans too, because like um, uh, the thing about camming is that because it's happening live, mm -hmm. uh, you're learning on the fly too. So you learn fast. Um, you learn who's gonna pay, who can, who's gonna like someone who needs a little bit more convincing. You know who's gonna waste your time. You know who like uh, 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 who you might have to like finesse a little. Which I don't like. I don't like to do the finesse game. I prefer to be straightforward. But but cam girls who can finesse a little bit without like lying because that there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Make bank. Instead, I prefer to be honest. Which <laughs> I'm like. I try to sell the fact that I I do consider myself a happy pervert to people as opposed to like I want to be your online girlfriend and blah blah blah. Because that is not me. Like there are models who don't have members. They have like a bunch of fake online boyfriends who want cookies. I know, I'm serious. Like, so when I started as a cam girl, I was mostly on MFC, my free cams. And that is like the wild west of fucking camming because it felt more like being a Twitch streamer. Like they want you to do weird shit. And I don't mean weird in like the sex way. I mean, like, Weird. they want cookies. They want fucking cookies. They want to see your ass, bake 50 cookies on cam, put them into little care packages, and then send yeah. them out. And you can charge a, so much money for those cookies. Oh, shit. They want to the iron clothes topless. This, 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 this. Yeah, just, no, like, absolutely things like that. But they, they, want, they want attention like that. They want emotional labor, not just for you to get them off. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I have been paid to clean my room on cam. <laughs> like, I, I told him, like, I, I was, I was going in. I, I went in with it. I was like, okay, guys, I'm feeling actually quite horny. I'm down to do something. Like, I've got some weird toys. Let's get fucking weird. You know, let's have a good time. Here's the countdown. Once we get the countdown, we'll get sexy times. So they're like, no, we don't want to do that. Like, what do you mean you don't want to do that? I don't ever do butt stuff, and I want to put a butt plug in. Whether you fuck you mean, <laughs> your rooms, your rooms dirty. You should clean it. No. <laughs> and they tip you for cleaning the damn room. They, they paid me to clean the damn room. They paid me three hundred dollars. They paid to clean my room. I was furious. I know that sounds stupid because I did it, of course. But like, I'm just like, if you motherfuckers, I was horny. I wanted you all to watch me come, and you're like, nah, bitch, bitch has got a dirty room. Uh, they've made me eat sardines on camera. I told you, I didn't realize when it comes to <laughs> webcamming, like I said, the fan base mm -hmm. is different because not all yeah. they want to see you got dang get fucked. They no, they, they want to get to know you as a person. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, they like we've seen you get fucked. We know what that's like. What is it like when we make you eat something you hate? They made me eat sardines once. And it's because it's live <laughs> in color. And it's fun, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They can do it in real time so that they're having, like, my, my like to, to an extent, to a healthy level, as a cam girl, your members are friends. Now, you don't, there's a, there's a certain level, of course, that you never want to go past because then, like, yeah you're carrying on a parasocial thing you could break hearts you could fuck up people's relationships you might get a stalker if you're not crazy but like but but to a generic extent 
these people want to see me happy. They want to see me laugh. They want to tell me jokes. They want to buy me little things like, you know, and that's nice. And that's something that, um, because I have the ease of talking with people as a cam girl, uh, that cam models are really good at, at first that like other kinds of sex workers weren't able to do until OnlyFans became a thing because they always had people in the way. Like they have what their agent wants them to say and do. They have what they think their brand needs to say and do. And then they're their PR person and then whatever people are in the way to stop them from being able to like talk to fans they would at a con. But on cam, I don't have that. It's all me. <laughs> so, yeah. so I can bond with them the way I want to. So um, now getting back into what I'm into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of my favorite things of um, yeah, a lot of my favorite things about being able to set up my own shit is that I'm able to do my own kinks on video, which is always going to do better than something I'm not into, right? Like something I'm genuinely hot on. Um, and one of my newer newer videos that I did recently was with um, Crystal Davis, uh, who's amazing. God, she's so pretty and has so much yes. energy. <laughs> and late. then uh and then was sean bam with sean and we did a cuck queen scene mm. and, and so like i get a lot i'm not gonna get too political but i i get a lot of requests that kind of make me uncomfortable sometimes because i work mostly with black male talent that's not for any specific reason it's just the first person i worked with was sean and then the second person i worked with was will and then I asked them if they knew anyone cool and all, you know, it's like black male talent hangs out together. So it's, then it's, as I, I got my references. I think that's the biggest not yeah. ladies like you get is that mm -hmm. they automatically think that you choose to work with black dudes. You don't want to work with anybody else. It's not. Right. And I, I'm not, I'm not one of those. Available. Yeah. And I, and I have no problem doing like, interracial stuff i don't but i don't like necessarily qualify like i forget i'm asian half the time like <laughs> i was raised by like because i'm half white so uh my parents were fucking um what's the word they split up when i was younger and i was raised by my mom and my white stepdad so so i i know that i'm half asian but i forget sometimes so like i don't get hung up on the race thing but a lot of people are only like, oh, you only like black dick. Oh, it's because it's better than white dick. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, getting into weird territory. Don't, don't. Or so, even so, worse, so, like. So people think that you're white? No, they just think um, that I prefer. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, when they see you, do they think you're white or do they think you're Hispanic? Sometimes, actually. The, the, some, I actually get Hispanic a lot, which makes sense because I'm half Filipino and. Spain fucking conquered the Philippines just like they did Mexico. So like, <laughs> like my my dad's name is Jose, <laughs> but I'm Filipino. So <laughs> that is so so I'm fucking I've been confused ethnically my whole life. Like, <laughs> but other people do tend to realize I'm Asian, and it's like easier. If I, I know it sounds silly, but when I like show off my show off my slanty eyes a little bit, they they figure it out. But like, but you know, like the, the people who are like, you know, I actually don't even have a problem with like the the more like controversial uh, uh, fetishes, even like black <laughs> New World Order and stuff like that. But like, I am not a queen of spades. Don't you fucking put that on me. 
Don't you put that real <laughs> shit on me. I'm not, but see, I'm not I here to do that. Understand yeah. what Spade really is. They just automatically lump any girl that likes black men as a queen of Spade. Or he's worked with she, a bunch of them, yeah. yeah and she, like, I'm at the point now that I'm like asking, I'm like, Will, do you know anyone who's like white and cool? So like, they can stop. Because I'm not going to stop working with any of the black talent I've worked with or met. Like, I've met so many amazing uh, collaborators. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, I've met a lot of not cool white people here. Yeah. The way that you <laughs> built, you're going to attract brothers, baby. You got that built. No, I know. I absolutely <laughs> am aware. My favorite part is, is most of them are nerds. <laughs> I mostly, like, my cam fans are mostly black nerds because <laughs> i'm a nerd um i like anime i like all that shit so like that's usually what we're bonding over but something because right, because i could see you in like mm-hmm. a killer kill outfit <laughs> yeah like oh like that's that's the thing is i want to do cosplay and shit right like fucking people love me for that stuff but i'm just like constantly being like no I, i'm having to field off occasionally like what is it? The the white sissy sub guys who are like, oh, just tell me I'm completely fucking worthless, and that's why you left me for a black man. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know you. Calm down. <laughs> Did you want me? I mean, seriously, because um, but see, no, that goes to my point of why I tell females that you're a female that can fit many roles and probably ethnicities. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. which to me, I think, like I said, plus coupled with the fact that who you're working with, it's a matter of time before you get picked up by one of these companies. And plus the way that you build. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Damn, <laughs> um, so, like, one of my, oh, the scene I was talking about, my one of my favorite scenes in the world that I've done recently was with Sean and Crystal Davis. And the whole setup is, like, I tried to find a way to make, like, a cuckolding scene, like, just different. Not too big, but just a little different. Uh, so what I decided was, is that I'm a slutty hot wife who has a slutty hot wife best friend who is Crystal. And we were going to go out and go be sluts. Like, this is the whole setup of the video. But her date cancels last minute. So I'm like, you know what? I've never been cucked before. <laughs> I tell her, I'm like, I've never been cucked before. Would you do me the honor as my slutty best friend? Will you fuck my husband? <laughs> And then we just come in and, and Sean is playing the husband and we're like, so hubby, I, you know, I'm feeling hot and kinky. You want to fuck my slutty best friend because her date bailed on her. And it turns into, and that's cut cleaning. Like that's a not as a uh, known style of, of cuck fetish. Yeah, actually it, it's, it's, it's not where the female actually watches. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's ways you can do it. Um, I didn't want it to be like shamey cuckolding because I know that's a, a style of it. So it's not like too much humiliation. Instead, what it is is like they're having sex and they're like teasing me. Mm. So it's like, oh, you wish this was you. This looks so good. And then eventually they let me play too and it becomes a threesome. Okay, okay. And Got it's like super, it. it's super hot. Yeah. So like <laughs> they force me to eat a cream pie out of crystal because it's just like, Oh, you want it? You know, this is as close as you're gonna get to a cream pie today. Yes. Above, like, it's super hot. Yeah. Loved it. If you're a cock queen, a cut queen. You got to do after. 
he he got mm-hmm. two pops in the scene. He got to do one mm-hmm. where the the wife eats, and then he fucks the wife and the girl. And he come on both. Yep, sides. yep. And that's and that's kind of how the scene went. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but like super super into this, by the way. Like when I was doing this, I was like, wow. I didn't realize, I mean, like, because I had a horny thought, and I was like, damn, this is going to be good on video, maybe this will be fun, but now I'm like, shit, maybe I'm going to have to actually find a uh, willing best friend to fuck my actual husband, (laughs) so I can watch, because this is pretty fucking hot. (laughs) Oh my god, I don't think he's going to be like, okay, let's go. So, uh... So yeah, so me and my uh, partner have a really good relationship. Um, uh, the way I got started in BG is actually really interesting because like his ex-wife was also a cam girl and she's how I got started. <laughs> and I had nothing to do with them breaking up, but like after they broke up and stuff, I was like, so, you know, your ex-wife was really good at this and we're dating now and do you want to help me? Because <laughs> I, was, I was already camming before we got together. Okay. So like, and he was like, "No, not really. I've already been like a cam, a, a top cam girl's husband. I don't want to do that shit anymore." Because he knew, like, it meant he had to uh, manage her website and take her photos oh, and do all that shit. And he's like, "He's like, you know what? You know what? I don't care if you do it. Like, we had no no weirdness about like, oh, you're being sexy for other men on the internet." Because he knew I was a slut when he started dating me. But he's just like, but you like, so I didn't tell my fans for a really long time. Actually, this is the first time I've been open about it on a podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, I am engaged officially, but we are practically married. Um, and and he hasn't been around as much because he didn't he didn't want members bugging him to do content because he wasn't comfortable doing content. Like he's just a regular dude. Mm-hmm. He's just like very much a regular guy, and. And he's like, I don't want to, I don't have a porn star dick. I don't want to make porn with you or your fans. I'm insecure. And I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> so eventually we kind of got to the point where we talked it out. And I was like, okay, I think I want to try BG. Are you, are, are, are we okay with this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think we're okay. Like we've been together for a while. I've been doing the camp thing the whole time. And we kind of like jumped into that decision as a couple. Uh, we kind of tried to figure out. I make him scope out any of the guys. I'm like, let me know they're fucking weird. Like maybe I missed something or any of that stuff. But that was when we learned that we're both kind of swingers. Like we haven't <laughs> done any official swinging, but like he's super into the scenes I make. Like very often I will come up with uh, <laughs> ideas so that I know he will like. Beautiful. I enjoy it. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, well, it's just it's I know it's weird but it's like I go oh my god I feel like I'm bragging but like there are so many of my coworkers and my friends and stuff like that who don't have a partner who is as excited about their scenes as mine is but my partner masturbates to my porn and I cannot tell you how much that makes my slutty little happy heart like so full <laughs> I know that's like <laughs> Just like I would, I would, <laughs> like I would, there is nothing I wouldn't do for this man. <laughs> I'm like, you want a gangbang? You want to pick him out? Where, where do you want to come, daddy? I'll put it there. Like I might, like I love him to pieces. So like, it's also weird too, because I have, when people use the word cuck negatively, 
and they assume yeah. that he's a cuck because you know like i'm doing bg on stuff i'm like do not assume that he does not have the opportunity to go fuck other pussy if he wants we're okay with that also if i'm allowed and tapped in i'm super down i already told you i'm super into cuck queening i'm very bi <laughs> <laughs> but like so so but we tell each other everything and like we're excited by it all so like when i get home from a shoot he's excited to see the footage he's like he'll let me know um if a scene is going to be amazing he's like this one's gonna sell well and i'll ask him how he know and he's like because i couldn't stop masturbating to it all night <laughs> yeah see see that i mean because to have someone that not only supports you but supports you wholeheartedly yeah that's you to even work on set mm-hmm. move around be able to do what you need to do fully to be successful in the business yes and because um i actually had a really hard time at first because um i had a lot of like stupid good girl hangups mm-hmm. i was always a reluctant slut <laughs> i was like if if I could make sure that things were disease free and I wouldn't hurt anyone's feelings, I would suck and fuck my way through this country. <laughs> but I was always afraid of you know like the very real things that could happen or honestly hurting people. Like I don't want to hurt anyone's heart. I just want to have playtime. But see, so, the thing, see the thing of it is is that yeah. um one on the professional end. Because it is sex, because it is the most vulnerable that anybody right, yeah. Not a lot of people can distinguish business from pleasure. That's one. Right, yeah. Um two on the personal side of it, um you kinda gotta be how can I put this? Equally yoked. And what I mean equally yoked is if he ain't a swinger. Is mm-hmm. gonna get caught? Like for example, like yeah. I, you know, me and my wife, we we swing, you know, open mm-hmm. all that shit, you know. Period. I ever deal with somebody that's in the lifestyle of somebody that's not because you, you run the risk of that person catching feelings because if you yeah. like, you respect the union that that person has already with someone else. Yeah, you have to respect people's relationships, right? Yeah, yeah, and so understand they, where the barrier is. So like, um, <laughs> so with like us, we, at first he actually wasn't super comfortable with me doing boy girl because I wasn't super comfortable doing boy girl. I had to let go of that old training of you're cheating, you're being mean. And I'm like, he li- we literally had a talk before I left and I have to like tell my own brain to calm the fuck down before a scene. <laughs> Yeah. And then as we kind of did it, he's like, no, like, look at you. I, he tells me, this is how he explains it to me. He's like, you are great at sex. And like watching you have sex is like watching other, like, like athletes. <laughs> and he's like, you are so good at your game. I want to like, I, I would feel awful taking that from the world is what he said at this point. <laughs> yeah, because, um, it, because I, I said this before, <laughs> a woman should not just... A man should adjust to you, especially if you're having a career. And it's something that you want It's something that you're making money. He has to Mm -hmm. accept it. If he's not to accept it, 
And it's different between I accept because I want to be with you in hopes of I might convince you to change down the line. Or no, or, I, or I might get over it, which they never yeah, do. But yeah. yeah. No, it's no, I'm cool with her doing it. You know, period. Because at the end of the day, it's business. It me mm-hmm. fucking camera ain't the same as me fucking them off camera. No. You know? Yeah. You know, um, even on the swinging tip, just because I'm getting a little bit of nookie doesn't mean I want to leave you or I want to replace right, you. Right, right, yeah. Or exactly. She gets some dick or some pussy, she about to leave me for this month. No. It's no. just monogamy is mental. It's it's not physical. I don't think people understand it. It's a, yeah, understand it's a choice. It. It's a choice you make, right? Like this is the person like I'm with every day. This is the person I choose to be with. This is the person I share all of my insecurities with. This is the person like like sex with him is still my favorite sex on the world. And I've done some crazy shit. <laughs> That's a bunch. Yeah. That's so before, best I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like the like before I ever became a cam girl, oh God. So this is this is the craziest thing I've ever done. This was before I was ever a sex worker. This was before I was dating my partner. I was never with him. Like we were kind of getting to know each other. I went to a swingers club. Mm-hmm. I went to the Red Rooster, actually. It's the oldest swingers club in Las Vegas. <laughs> mm. And uh, the guy I was seeing at the time, um, I did a strip tease for him and everyone else on the dance floor. And then I started giving him a blowjob in a corner. And it was surreal because there was a crowd, right? And, of course, a young, hot girl fucking going down on her guy in the corner is going to get a crowd. But, like, this is before I'm ever in porn, and all these guys are, like, three feet from me, like, in a circle around me, just, like, jerking it. Trying to be polite. I don't know if there's a way you can politely masturbate, but they were trying. <laughs> like they, they, they weren't. They weren't trying to like get like cover me in shit or anything. They were just really enjoying the show. But this was before I had ever done any of this stuff, so it's just like, oh my god, there's all these dicks around me. So after that, we went upstairs to the couples only area, so that I could actually like do a first live sex show, and then we had sex in front of everyone. So that was a weird part. God, this is gonna sound braggy, but I don't know if they just did this because we were younger. Uh, the Red Rooster is a very older crowd, and this was like eleven years ago at this point. So, like, you have to be over twenty-five to even go to the Red Roosters, and I was like 26, 25, 26. Um, but I was easily the youngest person there at twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we did it. We did our sex scene, and we finished, and all that stuff, and had a great time. Uh, and then immediately after that, I was like, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here. Cause you know, just realizing what I had done and like the come down from it, they clapped <laughs> when we were done, they clapped. So basically you knew then that, that, that you was going to be a porn star on the camera. If I could, yep. Yep. I was like, I'm obviously, and this isn't even including the time that, <laughs> you know what? The other funny story is, is, uh, I had sex with my husband's ex-wife before I ever had sex with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alcohol was involved. I hadn't been seeing him yet. <laughs> she, she's mean. <laughs> uh, uh, so we hooked up 
and there was alcohol involved. It was totally consensual, but there was alcohol involved. This was just like drunk, stupid fun. And at the end of it, <laughs> and then at the end of it, uh, <laughs> it turns out he had a crush on me, my partner. And mm. while they were breaking up, after they fucking broke up, she's like, "Ha ha, I got to have sex with Tiki." Like the childish fucking. <laughs> She like made fun of him that she got to have sex with me before he did. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so I've had some weird fucking adventures before I ever became a sex worker, but I was like, "Fuck, I'm made for it." <laughs> see, you know, and I'm gonna tell you what's funny. See, that's what I mean by you can take some of your life stories and make great porn scenes with them. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I totally should do that. Actually, that would be an amazing scene. So just like find a way to do it. But yeah, so <laughs> like I've 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 uh done some crazy stuff, but like so shout out to my favorite um these are some of my favorite guys to work with. Um okay. someone I think doesn't that doesn't get mentioned as much but is amazing is Chris Cardio. Yes, shouts out to him. Chris 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 Cardio is God, he is such a sweetheart. He is such a good guy. Like, like honestly, yeah, that made, like, like the fact that he is so nice is just like, hold on, buddy. I need to sit down so I can suck your dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have Sean, who's um, an amazing dad. I know that sounds crazy, but he's always like, I can't shoot that day. I've got my, you know, I've got my kids like soccer game or something. And I'm like, fuck, that's hot. All right, let me know later. And then Will, who's fantastic because he's always like, he's as weird and as into the the storylines as I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, So whenever we get together, we're able to really make some like storyline stuff really happen amazingly. Mm -hmm. And then real quick, shout out to Eddie J who is just a lover boy my god that man is amazing in bed <laughs> i've only worked with him twice uh both times 10 out of 10 would fuck again amazing guy <laughs> so how often do you film oh um i this year i've been shooting probably every other month but like a multiple scenes during uh, but before that, like I said, it wasn't that often. But when I do film with people, I do tend to hit up repeats. Like I work with guys I know and trust who uh, work with the same style I want to do. Like um, not everyone, excuse me, not everyone is as good at storyline stuff. But Sean and Will are amazing at that shit. Like, yeah, because to me, I, I think, because maybe I grew up in the era where that was important to have the story. Yeah, with yeah. It, it, to me, like, even with my fan base, they loved the scenes that had the skit that preceded it, the storyline yeah. behind it. With the, right. The or what have you, you know. And that was definitely more necessary just, like, even fucking 10 years ago, 15 years ago. That 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 was the setup. There was always a reason these people were fucking, right? Yeah, but now I, everything I, I, is like a sex tape. Everything is like Gonzo. Yeah, but even with Gonzo, it, okay, even with Gonzo, okay. we did something to precede the scene to give some right. type of... It was she oiled up or she might have twerked and played with her 
coochie and rub right, the like a set up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell the dude to come over. It just wasn't no fades in. She's giving head. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's what like I'm not invested. I need to know why you're sucking this man's hand. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. Go ahead. But, and and uh, so like, but what I mean, storyline stuff. Like with Sean and Will, I can come up to them with any idea, just an idea, and just be like, okay, so I had this idea for like, uh, uh, I had this idea for like, um, what if we were lab scientists and we were making a new, like, uh, a steroid, not a steroid, like, like a new, like, ED pill, you know, like a, a sex pill of some sort. We had to decide. We didn't know if it was like an aphrodisiac or whatever, it didn't matter. But it goes wrong. And like we accidentally take the medicine or whatever, and we're just crazy horny after that. And then we have to have sex to get it out of our system. So the setup is just that we're just like lab scientists take the wrong drug. It makes us crazy horny. And uh, the setup from there is that means that me and Will then had to like improv coworker dialogue. Mm Like, why did you leave it next? Why did you leave the sample next to the microwave by the coffee pot in the lunchroom? Like shit like that to, to, to make it work. And I'm like, I don't know because I have a fucking candy man here. Why are you leaving drugs just out in the lunchroom, buddy? I thought this was my mess. <laughs> like, that's literally what we did. <laughs> just back and forth. And then with Sean, Sean is equally wild and loves any, any like weird scenario I can think of off the top of my head. But that requires like the dialogue back and forth. And I haven't done storyline stuff yet with Eddie J, but like, I, that man, that man could like look at me the right way and I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. Here's my hole. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, no, I'm going to tell, tell you what I did. Um, mm-hmm. trying to think which, which would be the perfect one to tell. Um, oh. I got, I think, where, where did I get this one from? I got, I, I like watch a bunch of movies. I always get little ideas from movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the one that I think I liked the most, I'm trying to think of a good one. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I got one. 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 The, one of my favorite ones. It's one of my early ones, too. Um, I had this girl who basically she was like a detective and I hired mm-hmm, her to, mm-hmm. to basically follow my girl around and see if she cheating. Right, right. So she shows yeah, me one. with her cell phone the video of catching my girl with this dude, this, that, and the third. So you see mm-hmm. my face that I'm making and this, this, the third. And she was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they went to the hotel you can see the time this <laughs> <laughs> you know period and basically and then I was like I can't believe this she was like well I know I have the perfect way to console you you know um, maybe I can help you forget about her you know period. right right yeah and then lead into the sexy best way to get over to get over somebody is to get in somebody I was like okay <laughs> yep <laughs> I I can I used to come up with some doozies. I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. um, it was one. I've but seen lots of I've seen lots of the variation of the your girlfriend left you. Let me uh, take care of you, but never the like I hired a detective. 
Oh no, no, no. When 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 they were doing like uh the politician shit. I had right, one yeah, yeah. I work for the mayor and I am going around to see if I can get votes from the housewives and Oh my house- god, that's so funny. Give me some cookies <laughs> and if I want to vote because she's the head of the housewife commission, I need to get to licking. So Yeah. <laughs> that's what I say it's it's the creativity. It's it's to the me, fun part of it though, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sorry, it, any scene, it, even to the point that like BDSM scenes, you know, period, mm-hmm. um, it, it, even with them, there's a setup with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I tell females, you kind of want to expand your repertoire of type scenes that you do. You have the, right, vanilla, yeah. the vanilla boy girl porn scene, then you have your BDSM scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then your fetish. Then you have your fetish, what have you. Yeah, I mean, milking, um, stuff of that nature, what have you. Okay, it's just crazy that, it, yes, it's funny. I'm sitting there watching a video where a female got on the rubber gloves, just jerking dude off, and I actually was turned on by that shit. Say, I, I miss being in the business. Huh? <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Especially getting to work with ladies like you. Jesus. <laughs> so I didn't know that this wasn't as common. Um, but I've been called a helper on set. <laughs> I get frustrated. I know that sounds weird, but like, um, I get super like, I want the movie to be the best, or I want the photos to be the best. So like, if we're in the middle of taking all of the pretty girls, uh, you know what they call just the, the setup photos, or um, we're getting back into a cut because we had a cut for something. If my partner, my scene partner, is only half there because you know we had to move lighting or whatever mm-hmm. um i i get a little offended if uh dick is around me and it's not hard so <laughs> i'm like can i help you and then i help because it gets the scene done faster um <laughs> I, I i like helpers um and and of course no one has ever ever made me feel like i had to it's never been an expectation no one has ever done it's just like if we're and i don't like help them before the scene either you know i see nothing wrong with that actually Mm -hmm. i wouldn't um because at some point you might have something anyway because even with the steals Right, like yeah. BJ steals before we did the actual scene. Like, mm-hmm. might, like you might have on a business suit, and you right. you, ain't, you just giving me head, and it steals with my dick out my pants or what have you. Yeah, you know, like cover shit or what have you. You know, uh-huh. period. or you know, it's 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 flirtation between you and the talent. It's just long as you long as you and the talent are cool with it. anything. I think right, like, yeah, of course. Like this, anything that happens on set is game. Yeah. Well, the way I usually do it is like, and it's funny because it's not even, it's only while the camera is running, but it's not necessary. So, like, beforehand, before we've even started shooting and stuff like that, I'm cute and flirty, but I'm not like touching or grabbing or any of that stuff. But we're in the middle of something and we had to change position or, you know, lighting was wrong or something fucking had to change. And then I feel bad for the guy because it's like, He's going full tilt. Still giving us head, but like she's doing it to where we ain't gonna pop, you know. She just, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's part of being a great, you know, co-star. 
<laughs> well, it makes my life easier too. So like, if, I, if I've got to take a pretty girl in a position because, you know, it has to look a certain way. And I know that guy's dick is barely able to get inside me because of the way we're contorted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll help for a second just to make sure it looks good. And then um, if we're in the video and, and something we had to cut because lighting is, is wrong or something or we're changing positions or you're doing like cuts for editorial reasons, which... I had to do a lot in my last video, the lab setup I was talking about. We decided that the um, pill or drug, whatever, made uh, the male talent come all the time, just like like lots and lots to come. Mm-hmm. So we had to cut like four times in the middle of action so that we could do a fake cream pie mm-hmm. because we would do fake cream pies until the last one, which was real. Mm-hmm. So that meant the male talent had to go full tilt and then stop so that we could position my body and put the fake cum lube in for the scene and then go back in like he wasn't. So when things like that happen, like, and and it he's got to take a while to get ready, I'm just like, no, 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 move your hands. I want the scene over with. <laughs> Let's go. And it's right. not even like... <laughs> It's, like. it's not about them. It's just like it's like it, it, it probably feels better if I do it, right? <laughs> like, 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 let's just do it. <laughs> um, the doing the females I like working with the ones that like they they they, they want uptight. They have fun on the set, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> they want to be there. Yeah, yeah. they want to be there. They want to be part of the scene. Um, I am privileged in that because I'm in like self booking and stuff. I get to choose what I want to do. So I'm always really stoked to do it. Like even days that I don't feel like my sexiness is like tense, like all the way through, I still like, I like this person, this scenario is hot. I'll be able to get into it versus like, I don't like, I'm not into anal. I know everybody in the world is dying for me to do it. I might do it at some point, but I'm just, I'm not. (laughs) I am into DP. Maybe someday I will do a DP, but I like, so I don't have to do that. I don't have to pretend to like it either. <laughs> Are you into gangbangs? Uh, you know what? I Privately, I am super interested in those. Um, they're hard to film, I've been told, though. There's, like, a lot of logistics yeah. that comes in. Yeah. And that's more what my, my hang-up is, is, like, you got to find the right amount of guys. You got to find the guys who like to work together. And then you got to make sure that, like... It's it's more about the, the problem there is like angles and stuff, but like I would be down. Also, I would it would have to be a sensual gangbang. You're <laughs> not going to try to kill me, No, no. I, I that's why I do the dirty talk, so I don't have to work hard. I work smarter, not harder. <laughs> oh my god! I told you all long enough, and I see, and 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 if I ain't say nothing. Yeah, I see. I could talk to you for hours and hours, yo. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'll have to come back then, won't I? Because I actually, actually got to get going. Soon, to yeah. ask you, you know, because I do want to bring you back. And so, with that being said, like I always ask everybody, can I call you a smoke buddy? Yes. So I am also a stoner. I am just currently taking a tolerance break. Oh my God! See, I was just smoking as we was uh, as we was recording. So, people, you heard it. Miss Miss Trex will be back. Yes, on the Smokers Lounge, and we're gonna bring her back to the premium smoke room. That's right for four ninety nine a month. That's that's where you get to subscribe and listen to us talk dirtier, more raunchier, more candid, more real, more honest, all more, 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 more. 
six premium podcasts for you to enjoy for four nine nine a month, and we'll be bringing her back on the show. You know what I'm saying? There as well as you know the Smokers Lounge. So with that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. If you want to get all of my newest content, all of my newest shit is going out on my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash Tegan Trent, T-E-G-A-N-T-R-E-X. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at Tegan.Trex, or you can check out my Twitter. It is locked. You'll have to uh, request a follow, but just go ahead and give me a request, and that's just Tegan Trex. I like to keep it, I like to see it, I feel locked, if I feel locked, then I feel like I could put, like, super horny posts on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know this, but I, I really enjoy uh, your pictures, for real, and I hope I get to Thank meet you. you. I, I think, I think you'll be a whole lot of fun to be around, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> we'll have to make it happen sometime. No doubt. So, people, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Tegan, please say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye, everybody. You know, men are so visual, too. Like, if you're just doing, like, a lot of... Yeah. You know, they, they just love it. And it's on their...